Hey there, it's Vashti Sarah. Welcome back to Post Blog. If this is your first time listening, go ahead and hit the subscribe button, like button, follow button, share button, all the buttons to stay connected with the Post Blog podcast. If this is not your first time listening, thank you for being a part of the whole Post Blog season one journey. And yes, you heard that right season one you're actually listening to the last episode of season one so this is it next week we'll be jumping right into season two or we might be having a bonus episode who knows but for what it's worth i just want to thank you for being a part for listening for sharing and for all your feedback for those of you who have critiqued who have gave your suggestions and your advice i welcome it and i appreciate it Have you ever been humiliated before? Have you ever been told something in front of a large group of people that just crushed you completely? Have you ever just stood in shock at what someone said to you, either about your body, about your image, about what you've done, about what you've accomplished? Humiliation, that's what we call it, ultimate humiliation. Did you know that sometimes humiliation can feel like someone murdered you? They crushed your dreams. They crushed your hopes. They crushed your motivation. That's what humiliation can do. I've been humiliated a number of times, and I'm sure you have been humiliated a number of times. I know people who thrive in humiliating others. And I don't say that jokingly. I'm being completely honest. I genuinely know people who whatever comes out of their mouth It's degrading someone else. It's humiliating someone else. It's making someone look little compared to them. And a lot of that has to do with their own personal insecurity. But I don't want to really talk about that today. I want to talk about the one that has been a victim of humiliation. A lot of times humiliation can scar, bruise, and permanently damage or posture Someone says, that color doesn't look good on you. And then you don't ever wear that color clothing ever again. Or that hairstyle doesn't look good on you. So you never wear your hair like that again. Or I don't think that idea is going to work out. So you don't even try what you were proposing would be a good idea. Or maybe it's you're too fat or too skinny. So you just eat to compensate for whatever that person said about you. You see, humiliation stirs insecurity. Humiliation drives insecurity. It crushes our self-esteem. And it doesn't have to be an outward body image kind of thing. It could be as simple as you thought it would be a great idea to invent a spoon that can fly. I mean, you thought this was just the best thing in the world. And you shared your ideas to a group of people. And that one person said, that's stupid. That's dumb. And you were humiliated. Your dreams of becoming the next greatest scientist was crushed. Or it could be you wanted to be an entrepreneur. You wanted to open your business. You wanted to start something new. And someone said, oh, that will never work out. You're going to fail. A lot of people are already doing that. So you probably shouldn't do that. And your dreams were crushed. You didn't even bother to take the step, to take the initiative, to have that boldness to do what you had set out to do. Humiliation. Public humiliation is damaging. 
I remember a couple of times I've been embarrassed by my family. A lot of it had to do with I was either too skinny or too fat. It always fluctuated. Every time I went to a family event, someone just always seemed to point out my weight. Either I gained too much weight or I lost too much weight. And to be honest, I was never the type of person that had a specific body goal. I just enjoyed working out. And then if I wanted to eat, I eat. And that's that. And when they started pointing out how I looked, my body, my image, that's when who I am was distorted, who I saw myself as was distorted. Whenever I looked in the mirror, I thought to myself, okay, am I too skinny now or am I too fat now? What am I? And thankfully, I never got to the point where I started unhealthy eating habits or unhealthy dieting habits. But I did have thoughts as to am I failing That time of humiliation shifted my view of who I knew I was. My mom and dad do a great job of affirming us. My mom specifically, even to this day, I'm 26 years old. And whenever I go home and I wake up and I go downstairs, make myself a cup of coffee, my mom will walk out and she'll say, how are you so beautiful? Every time. Or she'll say, you're so pretty. And that's because that's Vashti with her crazy hair, little crusties on her face. Eyes are a little puffy because I just woke up. But every single time from I was a little girl to this day, 26 years old, my mom lets me know that even in what the world considers our most embarrassing state, she confirms and affirms in me that I am viewed as someone that's beautiful. So growing up, I always had that affirmation behind me and my dad would always tell me how valued I am. However, even though, even though I had that affirmation, that confirmation about my worth, it just took one moment of humiliation and all that affirmation was crushed. All that confirmation of who I am was completely washed away. And I latched onto those words that I was not good enough, that I was not meeting the mark. I don't know what humiliation looks like to you. I don't know that one thing someone said to you and it just crushed you completely and you stopped doing what you had set out to do. It could be a family member. It could be someone on the street. It could be someone in your workplace that just crushed you and you no longer desire what you had set out to do. That's how dreams get crushed. That's how passions get crushed. That's how aspiration and desires get crushed. But you know what? At the end of the day, as much as the humiliating words hurt, as much as it does damage to our psyche sometimes, you and I have control. You and I have control in how we allow those words to attack us. A lot of times the reason why we get crushed and bruised and scarred, it's because we've given authority to those words. We've given authority to the humiliating words and we've then said, hey, you take control over my life. You are now who I am. You are now who I see in the mirror. So if someone said you were failure, you look in the mirror and you say, oh, yeah, I'm failure. If someone told you that you're ugly, you look in the mirror and you tell yourself, yeah, I'm ugly. If someone told you you'll never be an entrepreneur, you look in the mirror and you say, yeah, I'll never be an entrepreneur. Isn't that wild? That is what we do. 
That is what we tell ourselves. And we don't realize we do it, but unconsciously, each day we wake up, those words that we latched onto that was spoken over our lives, those words, those humiliating words, we look at ourselves in the mirror and we speak those humiliating words over our lives. We willingly do so by carrying it each and every day. We allow those words to haunt us. You're not good enough. You're ugly. You're too fat. You're too skinny. You'll never amount to anything. You'll never make it. That business venture will never work. You'll never be an entrepreneur. You'll never make it in school. You'll never have this. You'll never do this. Holocaust survivor Ellie Wiesel says, never allow anyone to be humiliated in your presence. Whatever has happened in the past, we must deal with those who are here now. So his thought process on this was that humiliation came from a Jewish theory that humiliating a person in public is equivalent to murder. And he's right. When you murder someone, you destroy, you completely remove any form of life. And that's exactly what we do when we say humiliating words. And that's exactly what happens when someone says something humiliating to you or about you. It can kill our self-esteem, self-worth, our hopes, and our dreams. They are murdering words that crush our identity for years and sometimes for a lifetime. Ellie's statement was, to encourage people to refrain from saying humiliating things and in order to not say humiliating things, in order to not hurt people, we have to get over our past because hurt people hurt people. It's a domino effect. So when someone hurts us and humiliates us, we carry that humiliation. And in order to cope, we start hurting other people. We start saying negative things. We start humiliating those around us and crushing their hopes and their dreams. It's a cycle. So for those who have been victims of humiliating words, who have been crushed, who have been murdered with words, I want to encourage you to quit carrying that humiliation. Because whether you know it or not, if you're holding on to those humiliating words, you are ultimately becoming the one humiliating others. Why? Because hurt people hurt people. No matter what, it's just the way of life. It's just the nature of humans. If we are carrying hurt, we ultimately hurt those around us because we carry that hurt and we carry that character and we carry that heavy heart that whatever comes out of our mouth will be of hurt. So if we're filled with love, then we're going to be sharing love. If we're filled with jealousy, then what comes out of our mouth? Jealous words. And if we're filled with hurt, if we're filled with humiliation, we will end up saying things to humiliate others around us. One of my favorite verses from the Bible comes from Psalms 139, and it reads, For you were created in my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. And you've probably heard this verse before. This is a common verse when it comes to self-worth and affirmation of who you are, but that's not really what I want to touch on. The part of that verse that just really touches my heart is, I know that full well. The psalmist says, I know that full well. And what does he know? He knows that God has created him in his inmost being, has knitted him together in his mother's womb. And he will praise God because he knows that he's fearfully and wonderfully made. And God's works are wonderful. I know that 
full well. So he has all assurance, all complete assurance of who God is and who God created him to be. So I want to encourage you to know and believe full well the truth that God has spoken over your lives, because what has been written in scripture, what has been written in the past applies today. It doesn't change. It wasn't a target to one person that God knows them full well. That wasn't a verse that was just for the psalmist. No, it applies to each and every one of us today. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. And we should know that full well. It's hard to believe that when people have said humiliating things about us. I get it. I completely understand that. But shift your vantage point. Whenever someone says something humiliating to you, shift your vantage point and look through the eyes of Christ. Like I said, hurt people hurt people. So when someone says something humiliating to you, take a step back and say, you know what? This person's probably hurt. I'm going to let it go. I'm not going to carry that humiliation. Know that God has created you. Know that God has knitted you together and you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And in that, God has placed specific dreams and desires in your hearts. And you should run with that. You should go with that. Don't let anyone stop you. Don't let any humiliating words crush your dreams, crush your desires, and crush those goals that you have. Hurt people hurt people. And if you allow hurt people to hurt you, you'll end up hurting those around you. Don't allow humiliation to murder you. Don't allow humiliation to crush your dreams, your hopes, and your desires. You got this. I believe in you. I know what damage words can do. But I also know the power and authority that you have to allow and to choose what those words do to you. So you have two choices. Either allow those humiliating words to take control over your life or look at those humiliating words and say, I know full well who God says I am. I know full well that I am more than those words that were spoken over my life. That's it for today, guys. Thank you for joining me on Post Blog. This is it for season one. Who knows? Maybe next week we'll have a bonus episode. But in the meantime, until season two, I love y'all. But remember, God loves you most.